Hey guys, it's me, Casper, from Massachusetts, and I am glad to be back doing podcasts again. Uh, last week, I had this really negligent head cold that ruined all of the fun for anything that involved voice. So, uh, my voice was not in any condition to be doing any podcast recording. So, uh, this is probably the appropriate amount of time that I go away for maybe a couple of days before I come back up with another podcast, but I'm back again and I have something else, some other stuff to discuss in this podcast that's coming up. So last week... I had this really, really annoying cold, and usually they say a cold lasts for about seven days, and I was like, I'm not trying to have this thing stay at all. I'm really not trying to have this thing stick around at all, like absolutely not. So I did something that sounded a bit bizarre, something, well, yeah, it's not that bad, but it's a bit out of the ordinary, and most people would think of it as crazy. But it's a home remedy that has been used for several years. And so I used that remedy instead of going to the hospital and being given some really, really strong, crazy drugs. And it was just, it was a head cold. It was really just really annoying. It made my ears pop. It made everything absolutely horrible. Like trying to talk on the phone just wasn't going to happen. Uh, I actually spent one of those days without wearing my hearing aid because it was that bad. Um, It was very uncomfortable. It made my ear begin to hurt. Um, And so I did not go in to teach at all. I didn't teach, nor did I go to my classes on Wednesday night after I was done teaching. So no, it was really that bad. And it was the best decision for me to stay home and take care of myself because I'm only one person. So... That's the best thing I could do, and it was probably, yeah, most likely the best thing to do. There was no ifs, ands, and buts, and nothing around that. Uh, So I had to do what I needed to do to make sure I was okay, because my health is important. I matter. My health comes first before anything else. So whenever you get sick like this, just remember you matter first, and you make sure you're okay before going out and being around people. One of the things I noticed about a lot of folks who feel like their job is important instead of their health is that you're inconveniencing other people that you're coming around because you're being stupid and greedy and selfish by coming around with your fever or your cold or whatever, flu, and you're coming to share it with everyone else because you think, that's way more important than staying at home and keeping your sickness to yourself in your own household. Until it goes away, then you bring yourself around people. There are a lot of those people that I have had to deal with like that. And that's just like, dude, now you just realize you're probably the most hated person right now. Like we fucking hate you for that because you brought your sickness over and then you want to come sit by us and talk to us. Nah, don't talk to me. Keep it for yourself. Stay away. Leave. 
don't even touch the doorknob with your hand. Use a hand, a napkin and or just don't come in at all because I'm not going to waste my time talking to you when you come around with that sickness. So I wasn't going to be one of those most hated people that just didn't care about anyone else except for themselves and whatever other agenda they wanted to come push and shove in people's face. Come share your sickness with people instead of staying at home and keeping it to yourself. Lousy. I stayed home. I kept my sickness to myself, which I believe, I think, well, in my mind, I feel like I sound a lot better than I did a few days ago. So I cut that cold in half. It wasn't around for seven days. It was definitely minimized drastically to about four days tops. And day five, six, and seven was most likely consisting of just getting back into the flow of things. I went out a few times after those first couple of days of how bad that cold was. And then things started to get a little bit better. And it definitely did. So I stayed at home, kept my cold to myself, and I treated myself. And, you know, allowed myself to heal. Because there was no extra of me. So... And I did not intend to be one of the most hated people that would purposely bring your sickness to work with you or go to be in class with everybody else with the sickness. It was a decent, you know, a bit of common courtesy was to call everybody and or send an email if you didn't have their phone number, send an email to them saying that you weren't going to come and the reason why. And they, they understood because some folks, I don't have their phone numbers or vice versa. I don't have their email. So yeah, you're probably wondering how I talk, how I talked with it. No, I didn't. I used my video relay phone. It's a video phone for the deaf and hard of hearing. And so you communicate to an interpreter with sign language and they relay what you have to say to the person that's hearing with their voice. They use spoken English. And I am uh, advanced enough to use sign language. I am a sign language user um, and I am hard of hearing. So I can do that. I can, I have the right to use those things because yeah, I am a part of the deaf community as well as a part of the blind community. So I use all of my alternative communications to get things across, especially when it's important and it involves people traveling to come be around you for training and stuff. So it's kind of weird if you get a message from somebody from a video relay service when you're used to hearing them speak. So I hope they did check their voicemails. And if they didn't, that's all on them. Because I, like I said, I used everything I could to communicate with my clients and other trainers to make sure they knew 24 hours in advance that I was not coming to go teach and to my instructors at uh, the training sign language and stuff um, that I was not going to go to class because I wasn't feeling good and I was not going to go share my sickness. So they all appreciated that you stay home with your sickness and get better Um, But most of all, they wanted you to get better just so that, you know, so that you can come be around them and be back around people. 
Um, so this upcoming week, I will be back in the swing of stuff. I will be back going to sign language and I will be back to go teach again. Hopefully the students come and hopefully everybody's in good shape to come do some assistive tech training. I like to teach technology to the blind and visually impaired. Um, it's fun. I've been doing it for a while. It's a lot, a lot of fun, but it's around this time of the year where things get a little weird. Um, people get sick. The weather makes things hard to navigate and stuff like that, which is totally understandable. So things get slower around this time of the year, which is understandable. Um, So my remedy cut the cold down. Otherwise, I think I would still have it and I wouldn't be able to draft up this podcast. So I don't even know whether I want to make this all about colds and not bringing your sickness to school or work (laughs) or sharing it with your friends. Or do I want to talk about the Jesse Smollett thing or all of the celebrities getting in trouble for sexual harassment but I'll be right back with something interesting I guess so if you guys are curious about what I did it's pretty simple some of the ingredients you probably already have at home (laughs) so get ready for this get your pen and paper out um So I got some honey, lime, and I mixed them up together. I squeezed the lime out. It's the green one. I squeezed that out into the honey and I stirred it up really good. And I have the option to add some ginger to it. Uh, You could put ginger in it, but let me tell you, this shit is unbelievable. It works. It works. It works. It works, which is why you guys can hear my voice now. It works. Um, so the lime basically does the task of clearing out bacteria and the honey basically soothes your throat from the cold. And if you're an adult, you can use some rum. This is before you go to bed. Don't do this shit and then go out right after, unless you're freaking crazy. Um, (laughs) otherwise it's just going to get you extremely hot. So you get some spiced rum. This is for if you're an adult. The extra ingredient is if you're an adult and you really want to go to sleep because these colds will have you up sniffling up at night and cost you some good sleep. So the additional ingredient is spiced rum with the honey and lime and you mix it up real good. Put two catfuls of that uh, spiced rum in there. Stir it up real good. Take two big ass scoops out of a spoon and drink it. And then drink a nice cold glass of water after and go to bed. And trust me, by the next day, all that coughing and huffing and puffing, gone. It'll be completely minimized. If it's not completely gone yet, totally minimized. In the morning, you don't, 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 don't put the rum inside of it. Just take the honey and lime that's stirred together and mix it up. Take two uh, spoonfuls and go about your day. Uh, You'll notice a huge change in how it feels. Some of you may already know this already, but if you want, you can add some ginger to it and you'll be fine. 
And the only way it can work is if you mix it together with care. <laughs> there you go. So guys, I have this funny yet scary story I want to share. I know, I know, if you don't own one of these, then you don't have to worry. So you can relax. (laughs) 
So just relax and listen to this. You might laugh after. Um, So a couple of days ago, I think it was Thursday last week, just as I kicked the cold mostly, I was able to be out in public and be around people at that degree. It was still there, but it wasn't to the point where I have to like hide and not get anybody else sick. Just say, stay at home, fix myself and be my own doctor and be okay. I was okay. I was able to go and be around people now. There was a poetry slam that I went to at my local training center for the blind in Boston. And I anticipated it a lot. I was really, really excited about the poetry slam. Um, I had dinner before I went away to go do some poetry and stuff. And my niece told me about these scary, creepy doll videos that she used to watch. And actually, she still watches them. Now, mind you, my niece is really smart and everything, you know, she's into watching videos. And I was like, I don't think you want to open that door of YouTube. You want to stay out of that part of YouTube as much as you can resist. So she's like, oh, I've been watching these scary doll videos. I don't want, I'm not scared of it. And I said, well, you're watching it in the daytime. You'll be forgetting about it at night. But with an active imagination like yours, which is still very much developing at this point, you will somehow get a crazy scary thought in the middle of the night when you can't sleep. And all of a sudden you'll start thinking about those videos you watched. Creepy dolls. Like why would anybody watch creepy dolls? I'm an adult. I'm terrified of these kind of things. I don't own dolls. So there's another reason why I don't watch these things. I don't want to get myself scared. I don't want to work myself up. I don't want to overreact. I don't want my imagination activating itself up at times when it's time to go to fucking sleep. So I don't know how we got on this subject, but like she told me about something weird that happened when I was away at training in Minnesota three years ago. Well, now I could say four years ago now. I keep saying three years ago, it just seems like we're stuck in time with this shit. But uh, four years ago, I went away for training. And actually, this February 11th or 12th will make it four years since I've been there. Uh, Well, since the beginning of it, I would say. Because that's when I went away for the first time to Minnesota. Um, I wasn't sure what I was expecting. But back to what the hell happened. My niece was like, well, when you went away for training in Minnesota, you left behind your Perkins Braille Rider and something weird happened. And I'm like, what? What could possibly happen? I thought this was a joke. They told me what happened the first time when I came back. But I was like, you guys play so much. I can't take you guys seriously. This is real crazy right now. Y'all are so silly. Um, and so she was like, well, when you were away, your Perkins Braille Writer started to go off on its own. I'm like, whoa, no, you, you're kidding me. No. And she was like, no, I'm not. I'm serious. And I was like, I don't know if I can. I don't know. It's bizarre. And so I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And once my mother joined in the conversation, that's when I knew it was real. She does not have to lie about shit. 
So she would tell you straight up what happened. And I'm like, okay, I believe you. And she said, well, one night I was laying in bed and you're, I heard a noise coming out from your room. And it was just loud, heavy, thumping, typewriting noise. And I'm like, oh, guys, come on, chill out. This is too crazy. Uh, my heart was about to explode out of my chest. <laughs> um, so she goes, it was around like one o'clock in the morning. And I'm laying in bed and I hear your Perkins Braille writer going off. And I'm like, no, no, this is not real. And she's like, yes, yes, it's real. She pops her head up at, out of her bed. And then she goes over and it's still going. And she saw the keys going up and down. I'm like, what? But she wasn't scared of anything. She just slammed the shit out of that door. Just know that if you ever come back and you find a door slammed shut really hard, then something weird was going on. I'm like, okay. Now, I'm, I was afraid to open a freaking door if I ever found it like that. <laughs> um, that's a clue that something weird happened. Um, so I'm like, you are kidding me right now. This is not real. So she's like, yeah, it was real. It happened. It happened at least twice while you were away. So I guess weird shit happens when I'm away. For X amount of time, whether it's for weeks or months. And I'm like, no, this can't. This is weird. And my niece was like, your room started to look really creepy all of a sudden as it was happening. And they saw the keys going by itself. And I guess that answers the question of why was my Perkins Brill Rider the way I found it? I have no clue. The thing is, it's an elect- it's not it doesn't go off of electricity. It's like a typewriter that requires no electricity. It just has six keys for the six dots of braille and the space bar and the back uh, backspace button and the new line button. And that's it. And the wheels that allow you to reel, wheel the paper in. There is nothing extra that requires electricity with a braille writer. Um and it's brand new. It wasn't something that was given to me from somebody else. It was fresh out of the box from what I can tell. Because um, I remember when I opened it, it was brand new. I peeled plastic off of the box. I cut it open with a box cutter and I opened it. It was fresh out of the box. It had styrofoam around it to secure it from being jostled around and during package handling. It was brand new. I did use it quite a bit, but when I was gone, it stayed behind. Uh, I have no idea how and why that happened. I can't explain it, and neither could they. So, for it's been a couple of days since my niece told me about that, and they, they really confirmed it was real. So I'm like <clears throat> extremely paranoid now. I'm like, oh man, oh no, I don't feel right about this. I don't know if I want to put this in the closet and not have it in the same room next to me no more because I could have not uh-uh. <sighs> wow that was some kind of news before I went away to go do poetry and in the back of my mind I'm like uh oh 
yeah, I'm about to go to bed in there by myself. And that thing is in there with me. (laughs) So then I told my niece and my mother about the time where I was sleeping and I had this digital talking book machine. Um, It's from, it's an NLS book player. Uh, For those of you who don't know, the NLS is the National Library Services for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. Um, They give out um, books and stuff and cartridges and stuff and braille books and large print books, audio books. And so it was a machine that I was using and I was using it to do a braille literacy course with Hadley School for the Blind four years ago. And I pretty much used it until the battery died because I didn't want to charge it. I was just like too lazy to take the wire out of it and plug it up. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to let it die. And so after I was done doing my Braille course, it was done. The battery was completely drained out. So I said, I'll charge it when I want to use it again. And so I'm laying there just flip-flopping. I couldn't sleep. Just one of those restless nights yet again. Flip-flopping in my bed. And all of a sudden, the thing makes a beeping noise. And it starts to blare out loudly, Braille Literacy 3. And yo, let me tell you real quick, I got up out of that bed so fast, I couldn't believe how quick I moved. And I turned that light on (laughs) and I took that machine and I threw it in the living room. I didn't give a shit where it landed. Long as it wasn't next to me, I don't care. I threw it out of my room into the living room. I was like surprised and pissed off at the same time. Like, what the fuck? Like, I thought the battery was drained. Why the fuck is that happening? So, quick ending. I was very paranoid. And this was like a month or two months before I went away to training that this happened. And then I posted online and I asked my friend, well, friends who also used that device. Um, I was like, so have you, uh, have you guys ever had an incident where your talking machine decides it wants to turn on? There was nothing on it that was pressing anything. It was unplugged. Battery was supposedly dead and it decided it wanted to talk. And they were like, no, that is weird. But then somebody else said, man, it's probably a faulty thing with the power cord or the battery inside. And once again, this device was brand new. This was another device that was fresh out of the box. Uh, I had to use something to cut the plastic open, do all that stuff and unplug it and brand new spanking out of the box. Then again, I went back to thinking, I was like, well, you know, this is Massachusetts. It's loaded with history, so much so that it's very intense when you come into our state. Once you come into Massachusetts, you get a sense of intensity the moment you touch the ground on the aircraft. So, therefore, that's Massachusetts for you. But why? Like, I don't understand. I never quite understood why the hell that was going on. Uh, And so I'm like, you know what? I was paranoid, honestly. I was like super paranoid. 
and anything that does something unusual I just like put it elsewhere because I want to sleep I don't want to feel uncomfortable I almost considered sending it back to the manufacturer like you know what I don't even want this anymore and I tell them why I didn't want it you guys can have it with all of that weirdness but if you guys have any remedies or like remedies for colds that will cut the the colds in half to share or any unusual happenings with electronics or things that do not require electricity please do share If you are interested in sharing a story or any feedback or whatever on whatever you just heard, um, either recently or like uh, hundreds of episodes ago, you can send me an email to casu305 at outlook.com. And I'll say it again, casu305 at Outlook.com. Previously on several episodes ago. I walked up to a security guard and I said, um, sir, can you please help this little girl find her mother? she started crying and she started throwing herself on the ground and I was like okay all right no mommy's not buying you this but don't ever do that again she was like oh mommy I hate you you're horrible I said who she said never mind (laughs) oh man I had her going she was going for an hour following me around Walgreens as I was shopping (laughs) crying I mean it was bad but I mean she, you know, kids, sometimes they just get to the point where you can't handle them anymore. So I was just trying to be creative, creative parenting. And uh, I got yelled at by Mr. Guru for doing that. But it was fun. Is your girl the guru. Peace. I'm out. What's up, girlfriend? Oh, man, Casper, that is a trip. Man, that movie was so scary. I almost pissed my pants watching the commercial. I'm not the type of person to watch scary movies at all. It is not my scene at all. I'm like this. If I want to get myself really scared, all I got to do is get on the subway at 3 o'clock in the morning in Harlem. That's scary enough. Okay. I don't need anybody else to scare me. Thank you. I'm from New York. (laughs) Anyway, you have a lot, an excellent week. Happy Manic Monday. Please stop by my station. I've got a new reggae artist you might enjoy. I'm your girl, the guru. Peace. I am out. Hey, Casper. Hello. It's Maria from Strong Body, Strong Soul. Thank you so very much for taking the time to message into my show here. Yes, professionally silly. She was probably talking about New Year's resolutions, which I don't do. I do mottos or mantras. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But anyway, thank you for calling. And I have seen the Bird Box movie. 
And I don't know about the challenge, but I'll go over to your show tomorrow and check it out. Thanks. It's always okay to call in and let me know about something cool that's happening out there. I'm always the last one to know. That's what it feels like sometimes. So I will talk to you soon. I'm getting kind of serious. I'm doing an episode on Friday about the wall. Pink Floyd, the wall. But I'm tying it into the wall. Uh, hi, Casper. Uh, my name is Troy Arson. And uh, thanks to your comment on a post in the blind iPhone uh, users group on Facebook, uh, I decided to uh, check Anchor out and uh, gave it a try and got an episode out of my podcast uh, today, the uh, Root Root Beer Bar uh, podcast. I just wanted to say uh, hi and uh, that I found some of your episodes uh, interesting, so, uh, like the, uh, the, uh, bar fight in Minneapolis, uh, episode, and, uh, the one where he talked about how he pulled a prank, uh, by drinking grape juice out of wine glass, so, just wanted to say hi, and, uh, hope you ever get... Hey guys, uh, I wanted to say thanks to everybody who joined me on this podcast and those who submitted voicemails or whatnot, greatly appreciated and anyone else listening near and far, go check them out, you know, give them a listen and uh, to all of the newcomers of Anchor, welcome to the platform of podcasting. Um, I'm only doing it just for fun. Um, So, so far, I've been enjoying it for about a year and some change. You know, I get to share stories and talk to people and have a great time on here. But, yeah, stay tuned for more. Bye.